We had a blast at StarCast 6. A huge thank you to everyone who attended. And if you want to relive our stage show experience, you can with Premier Streaming Network. Over 20 stage shows took place StarCast weekend. From comedy shows, design panels, musical performances, talk shows, and more. Including a live edition of AEW Unrestricted with CEO Tony Khan. Sign up for Premier Streaming Network today and check out the shows available now on demand and in HD. And if you sign up today, you'll get two months free of Premier Plus. Enjoy the amazing lineup of content that Premier Streaming Network offers, including all five previous StarCast stage show lineups. Hundreds of hours of fantastic wrestling content at your fingertips. Visit StarCastOnPremiere.com. It's Road Dog and Casio, and you're listening to. I'll tumble for ya. I'll tumble for ya. I'll tumble for ya. I'll tumble for you. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. That's the name of the podcast you should know. Sorry. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't know what you were doing when you were making that noise. I was afraid to pull you up on camera. Oh, oh, you were rocking. Yeah. I thought you were jocking. I wasn't sure. Hey, this is oh you didn't know. I'm Road Dog. To my How immediate, is it, man? To my immediate whatever way that is, Casio Kid, otherwise known as the the Harlot of Huntsville. The I think. Harlot. Yeah, I just made that up. By the way, I just since pulled I that stopped... out of my GIF bag. Don't tell my wife. GIF bag or GIF bag? It depends oh. on if you're at a birthday party. I say GIF, but I think that's wrong. You say GIF or GIF? I don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, since I saw you last, yeah, you went to three doors down. Holy Toledo Cubs win! Uh, yes, I went to three doors down, but but almost and equally equally as emotionally uh, charged was. 30 years of candle box come on yeah yeah dude it was awesome and there's like one song on like uh far behind of course is like so yeah. uh so iconic to me and that time of and, you? and people that that have been left behind and people that go away and you know what i mean like there's so much there to unpack dude i just me, sat in my me, chair me, <sighs> yeah me, yeah me, just me, so good Left me Come on. Yes, I love yeah, it. And the, dude, and the dude was right there on it all. He was awesome. And I sat in my chair and jammed and cried uh, during that. And my daughter, my youngest daughter was with me. And uh, she was like, are you crying? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. 
don't care who knows, man. <laughs> uh, but it took me right back. And then, dude, uh, six doors from Sunday, they were incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, th three doors down. Three doors down were incredible. And, and I mean, they... Uh, the singer is impressive because he doesn't try to do things he can't do. He sings the songs exactly like you remember them on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's and it and it's that's impressive to me. And you know you what forgot I mean? When, how many songs you knew from there? Uh, Every one. It was twenty years of away from the sun. <laughs> so so that album that, that look their first album had. Uh, uh, what's Kryptonite. the... Kryptonite. Yeah, Kryptonite. Yeah, yeah, you said it, and I kept butchering the song. Duck and Run was a great one. Look, we got a couple. Yeah, yeah, so there was a few on that one. The next one was the one. that, And so it was 30 years of Candlebox, 20, 20th anniversary of Away From The Sun, which oh. had all those hits on it. And so, man, it was it Me was an awesome time. Oh, my God. Every every song, it was just it was awesome. The weather was great. The uh, my daughter and I went over early to the wharf and had pizza and uh, yeah, yeah. It was good good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went and saw Snoop Dogg and the owner of the NWA, Mister William Corgan, sing with Smashing Pumpkins. I had two in one week. Wow, how were they? Fantastic. Uh, there was a dense fog advisory for Huntsville. On mm. Snoop Dogg, yeah. I do. I wouldn't imagine why that would be, unless Wiz of course Khalifa, it was a low pressure system. Very low pressure. And and when it collides with the warm weather, weather, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> Too short. Oh, you were referring to their amount of reefer they smoke. Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad. Yeah. I've been off the. I've been. I believe off the they were passing them around as we sat down from the stage. So oh, that was good. Be darn. Uh, yeah, it does smell funny when you go to those concerts. Yeah. It smells of skunk sometimes. Got a like few it's... noise ordinances for that one. Noise complaints. Oh, the... really? Yeah. Or is it gunfire? The or... bass was bumping. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. 808. Warren G came the... out and then oh. two shorts. Uh, we were jamming, son. Mission trying to find DJ Drama was spinning. Come on now. Come on. Come oh, on. You didn't know you better ask somebody. The D.O. Double G and Cassie go. We get rowdy. 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 Sorry. Rowdy. Sorry, truth. I just stole your stuff. All right, dog. You want to jump into wrestling or not? No. Mm -mm. All right. Well, then let's. But keep I drank a five-hour energy, so we may as well. Our meme of the week. We don't know oh, what's going to happen, and it's a good one because it took Dom thirty minutes to find it today. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the promoter getting ready to pay the boys after he just put the title on himself <laughs> in the main event. It is not Ian Rotten, Dom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you got paid in food, dog? Well, not as many times as I got paid in drugs, I can tell you that much. <laughs> it's just a fact right there. Factoid. Hey, man, you want hot dogs? No. No, I would prefer but I'll a bag have of a something. quarter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. Uh, it was a different day, young ladies and boys. Yeah, yeah. The past is the past. Look at you with your emotional support, Stanley. All right, it's, here it's we go. The, this is the emotional support one. I got the other one that's the big old big big daddy. All right, here we go. Today, dog, we're talking about SummerSlam 2000 when you had a friendly rivalry with your DX partner in crime, X-Pac. So and at the time, 23, DX... 23 years ago? Isn't that crazy? Ooh, I really don't remember any of this, but let's talk about <laughs> it. 
Let's talk about it. It'll be fun for both of us. You're going to be like, that was a heck of a robbery. <laughs> I'm just now experiencing it. Whew. Yeah, for the first time. Uh, at the time, Wait, I DX... fought X-Pac? I thought he was my friend. <laughs> I thought like, he was my friend. Zero matches in our career. Uh, except that one year. I did sweat. say that about somebody and then came to find out like I had six or eight matches. <laughs> oh, it's not y'all's fault that you're not memorable. Oh, come on, man. It's not. Nicely y'all. done. That All was right. me being a narcissistic prick. You're being a heel because at the time being the a bad guy. heels. Yeah. You're back in Triple H and Stephanie. Also, Billy Gunn is out of action with a torn rotator cuff and was thrown out of the group. So you and Pac are working as a tag team. See? Now I'm with you up until here. Here we go. Continue. Starting on a 7-24-2000 Austin, Texas, Raw. Road Dogg and X-Pac entered for Road Dogg's match. Dogg did a pre-match promo about his opponent, Steve Blackman. Ooh. And led the crowd in chanting, suck it as well. Oh. Hardcore championship on the line, Steve Blackman and Road Dog. Who X-Pac was the champion? Steve you. Blackman or me? You. Oh. Wow. Uh, no, it, it was Are Blackman. we sure? No, I'm sure it was Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I honestly don't know, and now I think you I honestly you're being don't sarcastic. Know it's uh, uh, it's Blackman. <laughs> You're totally trying to buy time by saying... That was Blackman. I got the commentary. Here we go. Blackman did some crotch chops that looked awkward. Dog hit an overhead suplex on Blackman, while X-Pac said he was the better singles wrestler between him and Dog. Blackman Mm. brought a chair in with Dog, hitting a DDT on a chair for two. Blackman avoided a chair shot and did a pump kick into Dog's face for the pinfall win. Five minutes and 29 seconds. Post-match... Xbox said he's challenging Blackman for the hardcore title on SmackDown. Yeah, Steve. So we've met, we've so mentioned you may, him. You may have you know, floated through me, but now you got my buddy, Xbox, <laughs> to take on. Let's see how well you fare against him. He's as lethal with his feet as you are, mister. Well, let's get your memory jogging. What do oh, you please think of God. working I don't with Steve jog, Blackman? I don't want to jog anywhere. <laughs> Oh, so so uh, your question was, what did I think of Steve Blackman? Steve Blackman, hell of a guy. Scared me to death uh, in the wrestling ring. Look, I really, so there was at a point in time where I didn't mind it rough and aggressive when I first got there. Then as time went on, I was like, uh, the faker, the better. Like, if you don't really touch me at all, that's kind of how I like it. And with Steve, I just didn't know which I was going to get at what time. And so terrifying to me but the nicest guy in the world and wouldn't do anything well could do anything you wanted to to me uh but i don't think he would have you know what i mean that's just not in his in his uh, wheelhouse he was always a professional and always a super nice guy he's just really a badass and i was scared of him because of it on smackdown later that week in san antonio hardcore championship on the line you joined commentary for the yeah. match Dog didn't like Cole talking over him as X-Pac hit a spin kick to take over. Yep. X-Pac brought in a trash can lid, and he used it to hit Blackman in the head, but then Blackman kicked the trash can in his face. X-Pac foolishly put oh. the trash can by Blackman, who held it up to he block says, a Bronco f- buster. Stop right there for a second. He says foolishly left the garbage can so that foolishly. he could... Bu- 
if he didn't leave it there, how could he use it to block the Bronco Buster? So it's not <laughs> foolish at all, is it? It's choreographed, and you want to know it so bad, at least play along when we play along. He says, ouch, Blackman hit Xbox in the head with the kendo stick with the pinfall win. 5.33, by the way, dog. Yeah. How long did he beat me in? It takes a good man to beat me, but it don't take him long. I want to go back to that segment for a second and talk about, I want to apologize to all the wrestling purists and, and, uh, and old school wrestlers that I had Steve Blackman, uh, kick out of a DDT on the chair. I am part of the problem. I admit this (laughs) and I prostrate myself before you and beg your forgiveness. Now we come ahead. Now kiddo, Beats. Uh, no, he loses. Steve, he lost two? Yeah, yeah. Bun of a sitch. I thought he... He hit him with the kendo stick. Oh, man. Mia. Yeah, he lost... But it took him four Sabato's seconds longer right. to beat X-Pac than you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he said he was a better wrestler than I did last week. Like, I don't know four why seconds. y'all don't believe him. You know what I mean? Stats are stats. He said it, and, it's a, and he proved it. So, kudos to him. Post-match. Apparently, I just suck out of the two of us. You got mad. You attacked Blackman with a kendo stick. X-Pac kicked Blackman with a kendo stick. Cole claimed that Road Dogg and X-Pac were arguably the greatest tag team in WWF history. Stop right there. Okay. Read just that part one more time in three, two. Michael Cole claimed that Road Dogg and X-Pac were arguably the greatest tag team in WWF history. There, we got a clean cut of that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can go on now. Look, at, uh, he said arguably. You know what I mean? I've seen people go you to murder argue. cases with a lot less. I'm just saying there's a lot of circumstantial evidence that proves Michael Cole to, to be onto something. But we don't have any DNA is what I'm saying. So, And then bring back uh, to life and bring you right back down to earth. Yeah. The observer says, What? They never even were the champions together. <laughs> Road Dog was the was with Billy Gunn. Anyway, yep. there was more double teaming, and nobody tried to help Blackman. Mm. Well, I mean, he look, he doesn't have a lot of friends. Let's be honest. Uh, he's very off-putting, and uh, he has body odor. No, um, <laughs> just like I don't know. I guess they were just. It was part of the story to get to. To me and Xbox uh, being on SummerSlam. <laughs> well, I was going to say, do you know what point you're going to be working with him at SummerSlam? Did you know? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah, we know that now, and we know okay. where we're trying to get to. And look, we're we're kind of okay with it. But the truth be told, I was always okay with anything they had for us. And this was an opportunity for us to be on SummerSlam, and I was uh, on a downward spiral. And so we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, but. Derek Sabato said me and Kid both suck. So, uh, look, he's, I got to take his word for it. He doesn't lie. He's never lied to me before. He lost the black one back to back. Yeah. Yeah. We're not good. On a raw on 731, the Atlanta, Georgia Dome, Mm. Steve Blackman teams up with Al Snow versus Dog and X Pac. Blackman and Snow attacked with cookie sheets to start the match. How's a cookie sheet feel? Um, uh, The good ones. If you get hit right in the middle of it, okay. I mean, a lot lot better than a chair. But uh, you'll see if you go back and watch some old uh, hardcore stuff, you'll see, especially me and Al Snow, them cookie sheets, you could put them on the ground and kick them flat and use them again. And uh, so you could get probably <laughs> three or four good shots out of them uh, before you kind of got to toss them to the side. 
Snow beat on both opponents with a street sign. How's a street sign? Yeah, that hurts. It hurts really bad because it's it's just a big street sign. <laughs> it's awkward and oblong and hurt. You know what I mean? Like it's just like oh, ow, whatever. You successfully used oblong. That's pretty good. That's yeah, well, it's strong. because I've been looking up thermoses, <laughs> and so <sighs> I'm picking out a thermos for you. Uh, Blackman <laughs> brought a chain and a trash can into the ring. Xbox threw some powder into the eyes oh, of both opponents. Hey, it was the Attitude Era. As Dog hit Snow in the head with a street sign. Oh, Xbox hit Snow too. with the chain that was in the ring. Blackman beat up both DX with a trash can lid. Xbox came back with a drop kick on Blackman. Snow with a trash can lid to both opponents. And Dog hit Snow with the trash can lid as well. Also, Snow hit a suplex on Dog on the floor. Ow. Xbox jumped off the top on the Snow with a punch to the head. Blackman had nunchucks. What? But Xbox hit him with a spin kick and then a trash can to the head. Xbox brought in a bag. Blackman hit Snow with a trash can. He hit Xbox with a trash can as well. Ooh. Snow back in the ring with a nunchuck shot to the head of Xbox. Ow. Ooh. Snow brought in a bowling ball Wait and a rolled minute. it into Dog's groin. Come on. I think I think I still have that bowling ball. That drew a big pop from the crowd. Xbox came back with a trash can to the head on both opponents. Xbox with a kendo stick. Then he lost it. Blackman got the sticks while Xbox was handed the kendo stick again. What? Blackman blocked kendo stick shots, and Blackman used the sticks and Xbox in the body repeatedly. Oh. Blackman picked up Xbox into a sit-out slam for two as Dog broke up the pin. Snow had a trash yes. can lid. He swung it at Dog, who ducked. And Snow hit Blackman in the back of the head. Xbox hit the mm. X-Factor on Blackman on a chair. And the arguably the greatest tag team of all time gets the win yeah. in 6 minutes and 14 seconds. Look, we talked about us not being very good individually. But now that you've seen what we're capable of as a tag team, arguably the best in WWF history, uh, WWF at the time. Um, you asked me how everything felt except for the uh, kendo stick. And uh, I actually liked the kendo stick. It it, really? it, hurt, it hurt the least, uh, if you ask me. Um, what about bowling ball to the nards? So, yeah, that just, you just kind of take that. And uh, it's, look, in my case, you sometimes you have to put your finger up there and scream snake to get it to come out. So it's it's uh, just then I mean, it's just uh, then it's, it's just all berries, and you just close your thighs or your inner thighs a little bit, and I'm good to go. Now look, you might be asking somebody you know that different than me, like a flash funk. Like I don't know how you stop that. I think the bowling ball disintegrates upon impact. Uh, but, but, uh, so we just discovered flash funk with a thermos. Oh, that's a Yeti. That's a Yeti. It's <laughs> an emotional sport, Stanley. Oh my gosh. Did you ever wear a cup wrestling? Uh, yes, but it was part of the spot when China uppercutted me in the nads and, uh, oh, and I pulled out a cup. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I don't know. I, but I, no, think, no, she, I think she still. Beat, I think she still beat me. Uh, no, I've never worn a cup. That would be arguably oh, yeah. the worst thing you could possibly do in the history of wrestling. <laughs> uh, also, the question everybody wants to know: What does everybody want? 
head, of course. Um, no, Al Snow has been in the news recently for his work in OVW and his new TV series coming out on Netflix. Yep. Would you you got always loved working with Al, right? Always, always love Al. Period. Like Al is a is one of those. Uh, Kind of like Dr. Tom Pritchard. Like, I feel like they're almost cut from the same cloth. They're very unique individuals, very uh, genuinely hilarious, like both of them genuinely funny individuals um, that are just fun to spend time around. Like, Al's always fun to be around. You know what I mean? And so, so, uh, yeah, always loved working with Al. And look, he was very innovative in this stuff, too. so I listened a lot when I got to work with Al. Um, and, and I'd like for everybody to go back and look up when he threw the poinsettia at me and hit me in the face uh, on the fight outside and pile drive him in the snow edition of the Hardcore Championship. <laughs> um, but, yeah, always loved Really, I loved it, even though he threw a plant, potted plant at my face at full speed. Um, I still love him. I can't, can't, can't full switch speed. You. Yeah. Even if I knew the day we met that you would be the reason my heart broke, I'd, I'd love you anyway, Al. Oh. I'd love you anyway. <sighs> I got deep. Certified Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Um, next up, at a show that I was in attendance at. My first road dog sighting here in my life. No way. Uh, August 3rd, 2000, Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Scotty Too Hottie with Grandmaster Sexy. <laughs> Versus X-Pac with Road Dog, you joined commentary for the match. Cole I kept should be on, on commentary more often. We need to get you back on there. Gotta get me on there. Get. Um, you were on commentary. Cole kept on asking Dog about Triple H as X-Pac hit a suplex, leading into a chin lock with Dog saying nobody was asking Cole about how he bleached his hair. Uh, that was funny as X-Pac hit a belly-to-back suplex or two. Scotty fired up with punches, then a leaping forearm and cover for two. Scotty charged in. X-Pac moved. X-Pac went shoulder first into the turnbuckle. Scotty avoided the Bronco Buster attempt, oh. which led to the Bulldog. Scotty hit the W-O-R-M to a huge pop from the crowd. The fans love that move as Scotty hit the chop for a two count with X-Pac getting his foot on the bottom rope. Ooh. Scotty with punches. The referee so was So not close. even a kick out. For the mm. whiz, for the whiz arm. He just put the, the foot on the rope. One, two, ah, ah. That's all he had, that's all he had anyway. That's all he had after the chop from the worm. Come on. X-Pac with a low blow, and the X-Factor got the pinfall at 412. Road Dog said that X-Pac was up, but he yeah. was going to tie things up later since he faced Sexay. Oh, yeah. I was going to face Grandmaster Sexay. Dog, talk to me about the worm. How does some of this silliest crap get over? Because it was over. So this is going to sound like a this is going to sound like a fake story, but but Scott Garland can attest to it. I, if you ever saw when I think it was I think it was the night of the big blue steel cage when we all when we joined DX officially and crucified Terry Funk and beat uh, mankind. You know what I mean? For uh, let's go let's go kill Terry Funk. That yeah, yeah, I think it was that that uh, era. Um, and I did the worm to 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 top and beat mankind. And I, I forget which actual match it was in, but but I did the worm. So then I would do it on live events as a as a uh, you know a, a kick out spot one two kick out. I would do the worm, do something wiggle wiggle knee, then back up and do the worm, but worm and end up on top of them, hook their leg one two. So then Scotty Two Hotty said, 
hey, I see you doing that thing. Do you, are you doing it all the time? Or do you care if I said, I don't care, dude, you can, you can do it. And literally he took something that I was just doing as a, as a joke and made it so much more and uh -huh. so much bigger. Um, and it, and it, to this day, like that, you're right. That thing was over as crap. You know what I mean? Wow. And, he, and but, but it, it was not at all what I was doing. He just came to me and said, can I do that? And I was like, heck yeah, you can do that, dude. I'm not, it was feeling weird to me anyway. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the right, I wasn't doing it right. Uh, I felt the potential, but he took it and ran with it. And it is what it is today, which is kind of, uh, historic and nostalgic. Like I guarantee you he could hit that today and then he sold out arena oh. and have the place rocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on to you. And Grandmaster Sexa, X-Pac, mm. uh, was on commentary saying he was the best technical wrestler. But I wonder who was better on commentary, me or him. <laughs> Which you're both Just arguably go. the greatest tag team in the history, <laughs> in, of, the in the history of the industry. Uh, Sexa with a face-first takedown that sent Dog face-first oh. into the match. He wrestled, he's a better wrestler the, than me. Right out of the gate. Better wrestler. Sexa to the top, X-Pac shoved... And Sexay landed on his feet. Dog went after Sexay who moved. And Dog hit X-Pac off the apron. Oh, Sexy Keystone Super Cops, bro. What about this? this is everybody's chaos. Benny Hill. He super kicked you. Then he went up top, put on the goggles, and connected with the hip-hop drop. Hip -hop leg drop. drop. X-Pac in the ring. Scotty punched him, so the referee made Scotty leave the ring. X-Pac with a spin kick on Sexay and Dog covered for the pinfall win in a minute 58, bro, son. Bro, I beat Grandmaster Sexay <laughs> in under two minutes. That's that's what the record book says. Post-match, the two teams got in a brawl with Rikishi slowly getting to the ring. Man, there uh, used to be there used to be so much uh I guess I could call it Wild West. Like just behind the ref's back, kids just hitting spin chaos. kicks in the middle of the ring and you know what I mean? Like it's so no and rules, people go like, right, oh, it was, it was so good back then. Like, really? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was very nonsensical. But maybe that's uh, part of the allure, you know? Rikishi with a punch on Dog, a super kick on mm. Xbox. Dog was mm. punched out of the ring. Scotty hit a splash on Xbox. Sexay with a splash on Xbox. That set up for Rikishi to charge in. But Road Dog oh. pulled Xbox out of the way for the save. Dog. How many stink faces do you think you ever got in your life from Rikishi? Um, so, probably four. Okay. Probably four. Is there yeah. one that sticks out? Well, I think we're actually in perusing the uh, the notes. I think we're going to speak about it in depth. Uh, probably the same depth that my nose was uh, in his <laughs> uh, the cavity. We'll just say that. We'll say cavities. Um, any stink face ribs, not even with just the Rikishi, but anybody. So, so, so the thing with me, look, the thing is, and this is the weird, weirdest truth. He's a clean dude. You know what I mean? Like he's a, he's not like a scumbag who never bathed or anything. Like it, right. his gear was clean. He always was clean. And so it, it wasn't, you know what I mean? I've, I've been in a lot worse predicaments. I can tell you that much in, in a ring, uh, <laughs> than, than, than getting the stink face. And 
so the, the rib, the only rib one time was I went gagging over by the announce table and made Jerry Lawler really throw up uh, because <laughs> Jerry Lawler has a really, uh, really weak, uh, weak stomach. And so I was gagging, like believably gagging, and he got gagged up and sick. So, uh, so yeah, rib was on him. <laughs> was that the point, though? You knew you wanted to make it? Oh, oh, yeah, because Lawler okay. and, uh, and Briscoe, Gerald Briscoe, <laughs> infamously weak stomachs Wait, um, briscoe and, does it too yeah oh yeah and you anything and they go and it's <laughs> oh my gosh here they go oh, oh next it's time funny. i see him it's i need funny. to do it. i can't yeah, wait something uh we talked about the worm getting over but just as a whole man too cool uh that again they were in and over with yeah. me and my career brother were you I surprised agree. as they got that over I, not really because look i you know they they had hired scotty garland as a, he was an extra, like a lot, he would come and be an extra in the Northeast and he was just a good guy and a good worker and everybody loved him. You know what I mean? And so they, they hired him. And then of course, Brian Christopher was, you know, uh, he had been drawing money in an actual little territory when the territories were dead, uh, for 10 years. And so, so he, you know, he had been around, both guys were extremely talented, uh, and and look, Scotty Garland's still going around the world working right now uh, and doing the worm all over the you know internationally. And so uh, and of course Brian, God rest his soul, uh, he was a he was a um, a meteorite man. He shined bright. You know what I mean? He burned out early, but he shined bright. He was a star, dude. And and he he lived like it. And uh, I don't know, no regrets probably because that's that's the way he was and that's the way i knew it look we almost got in a fight a couple of times because we were cut from the same cloth and i was a lot bigger than him and he didn't give a damn you know what i mean like brian brian didn't give a damn he would fight you in a drop of a dime and so uh so it was we had some fun sometimes but but uh yeah those guys look it didn't surprise me they got as over as they did because they were both extremely talented dudes on raw eight seven from msg rikishi at xbox Rikishi did the stink face while Dog was shown laughing at it as he watched in the backstage area. Rikishi with a super kick as Rikishi climbed the ropes. Road Dog showed up with a blatant low blow punch to the groin oh. for the DQ finish at 257. Dog, you were talking about earlier about how you were just happy that they were writing something for you. Are yeah. you ever and disappointed in these short matches, two minutes or... This one's less than that because you just made an appearance. Yeah, no, no, no. Because look, it was the, it was the telling of a bunch of different stories, and so there was not a lot of time to be given out. If you're if you had an hour uh, in your two hour show or whatever it was at this point in time uh, uh, devoted to Austin and backstages, and uh, you know what I mean. And, and look, rightfully so. Maybe it was a rock at this point. I don't even remember where we, where we were <laughs> where we were at it to in two thousand. But you would devote a lot of that time. So a lot of the other stories would get told quickly, but they were represented. And so truth be told, look, I was getting to work with, now I'm working with uh, Rakishi and X-Pac on television. Like it's t two stars. Uh, I'm just lucky to be in there with them, to be quite honest with you. And truth be told, I was spiraling downhill. So thank God I was in there with pros like this so they could carry me. Next up, 810 from Rutherford, New Jersey. X-Pac and Rikishi, the story was that X-Pac didn't want Road Dogg's help since they were doing a friendly rivalry thing. Yep. The fans popped huge as X-Pac sat against the turnbuckle and Rikishi went for his stink face, but X-Pac did a low blow punch that blind referee Teddy Long didn't see. Oh, Teddy, bless his heart. He <laughs> did have problems with his left ocular cavity. 
Uh, X-Pac went up top with a crossbody block for a two count. Rikishi blocked a sunset flip attempt, and he signaled for the bonsai drop, and then Rikishi hit the bonsai drop Ooh. for the pinfall win at 350. By the way, uh, X-Pac is on commentary saying he is the best technical re wrestler yeah. in the game. That's How good was Waltman at this time? Oh, look, he was always great. He was always head and shoulders above me when it came to this game of wrestling. Um, look, he was properly trained in Minnesota, where a lot of the greatest that we talk about uh, on a weekly basis and that's still in the game talked about came from. You know what I mean? So he was he was properly trained uh, in in the industry of professional wrestling. I never got that. I never went through that. And so to... to Look, at this point, 2000, I was banging New Bane and I was living crazy. But prior to this, when me and Kid were teaming, I had been tag team champs how many times with Billy and still never really learned how to wrestle. Like, X-Pac was the first one that started talking to me, and I've said this before, about like, hey, why are you reversing Kane's Irish whip? And I was like, I don't know, that's the spot we called. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really understand what he was talking about. And he said... Well, isn't he bigger than you? Doesn't it make sense that you couldn't do that? That you wouldn't be able to do that? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but it made, and then it made me start looking at things. And, dude, I'm not kidding. I'm in the business now, what, uh, you know, eight, 10 years, whatever. And uh, and 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 tag, several-time tag team champion and still don't know what the crap I'm doing. You know what I mean? And so, so everybody had an advantage on me. I... I could just cut a decent promo and take a decent bump. Uh, and then Billy was my partner. So, and Hunter was my friend. <laughs> well, guess all, what? It all counts. It's all berries nowadays. It all counts. Uh, next up, 813 from East Rutherford, New Jersey, X-Pac and Dog versus D-Lo Brown and Chaz. X-Pac so, puts D-Lo in a side headlock, but D-Lo fights out and hits a side slam. D-Lo tags Chaz and Chaz hits a double axe handle. Chaz covers for two, but Road Dog makes the save. D'Lo sneaks in. They double-team X-Pac. X-Pac lays out Chaz. Then Road Dog gets in the ring, then makes the tag. They double-team Chaz. And when he's back down into the corner, Road Dog tags X-Pac. Pac hits the Bronco Buster, then tags Road Dog. When they try to double-team Chaz, he tags D'Lo, and D'Lo cleans house. He hits the sky high on X-Pac for two, but Road Dog breaks it. Lowdown uh, hits uh, Lowdown. It's a double body slam on Road Dog, but X Pac hits a low blow and X Factor on D Low to win. Lowdown then stomps on Road Dog. Low Dog, Lowdown, yeah. Dog, tell me. D Low and Chaz, two guys not really talked about much at their time together. Um, this tag team wasn't the best, but what'd you think of them together? No, they, look, they, they were the best if you had to wrestle them. You know what I mean? Especially on a on a weekly basis, like they were very good at what they did. So this this uh, this brings me down because reading this, I'm pretty sure this was the match that got me to where I went to them and said I have a bad problem. And and uh, this is the, I'm pretty sure the match where I was effed up in the ring and uh, and I'm ashamed of it and uh, and I'm sorry for it, but I can't get that one back. Um, so it makes me feel weird. Uh, I appreciate you throwing the curveball of how good these guys were because, look, they had to be honest when we came back and said he was screwed up, man. He couldn't. And so to this day, 
I, I think I have probably have by now, but I, I, if not, I owe those guys an apology just because I put them at risk. Uh, and that was for me and my own selfish reasons. You know what I mean? So, uh, note to self, go back and watch this match and then don't be a Brian. <laughs> don't be a Brian. <laughs> There's uh, our next shirt. Don't yeah. be a Brian. <laughs> uh, I told Jelly Roll that on Twitter. <laughs> I said, you got it all. Now you're on top of the world, bro. Now's, when the, test, now's when the test starts. Don't be a Brian. Um, dog, from there you start working a lot of handicap matches. What's different about working handicap matches? So I don't think there's anything different uh, between working a handicap match and a tag match. Um, you just have to think of ways, uh, you'd be a little more creative to, to, to have the one guy feasibly make comebacks and stuff like that when it's two on one. But, but look, I think one thing that goes into it, which X-Pac and I and Billy Gunn and Hunter and, and China included in that, uh, always had great timing and could always feed. Uh, and when I say feed, I mean hit the ring at the exact right time when the good guy has just dropped the other guy and he's back on his feet to duck your punch and catch you too. And so, so it's, it's the timing of all that is very important for it to look awesome. Uh, Degeneration X was, and this is not arguably, this is me saying it's a fact. And if not, I, I, I got two words for you. Uh, we were the best bumping faction going. And you can ask Taker, you can ask uh, Austin, The Rock, any of those guys. Timing was impeccable uh, and we loved what we were doing. So I'd say when we were heel, when we were heels, uh, DX bump like nobody's business. Woo, woo, woo. Double J, Jeff Jarrett here to tell you about SaveWithConrad.com. You've heard Conrad talk about the total nonstop savings they've provided current homeowners. But did you know Conrad and his team can also help my world listeners become homeowners? They make buying a home easier than getting the bag after a good housekeeping match. But don't take the last outlaw's word for it. Franklin Dove, Orlando, Florida. After listening to all of Conrad's podcasts and hearing the different stories that he shared, I felt the time was right for me to explore buying a home again and uh, reached out and one thing led to another and finally closed last week. It was excellent. Uh, everything flowed smoothly from my first contact. I just put in the initial request online. Francis reached out. We started the application process, got the approval moving. Holly was great. Larry Thompson was amazing. Everything was smooth. Communication was perfect. Really, it was a, a much better experience than anything that I could have imagined. My name is Franklin Dove in Orlando, Florida, and I got into my dream home thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. In my world, it doesn't get any better than five stars. Don't let your landlord get over on you. Walk out on that bad deal and stop throwing your money away on rent today with SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. It's SaveWithConrad.com. And MLS number six five zero eight four equal housing lender. Woo! All right, yeah, here we that go. Was a little, that was a little, little promo there. I liked it. I cut a little. I got a little spirit in me. Eight fourteen raw from Providence. Rikishi and Road Dog and X Pac in the handicap match. Rikishi shoved both guys down. He went to sit on Pac, but Dog saved his partner with a clothesline, and they knocked Rikishi down against the turnbuckle. X Pac hit the Bronco Buster on Rikishi. Dog worked over Rikishi with some jabs to the face. Mm. 
But then Rikishi ducked and dog hit X Pac by oh, mistake. It was dog an accident. And, dog oh. and X Pac hit a double clothesline followed by a double weak looking vice grip on the shoulders. You know what? It was that it's weak looking <laughs> by design. It lulls you into a sense of security, all while putting the appropriate pressure on the carotid artery itself. So I mean I you know, you say what you want to say, do what you want to do, Adams family. Uh, Rikishi came back with a Samoan drop, then a running splash and a super kick on Pac. Rikishi hit the stink face on Dog with X Pac, laughing about it at ringside. Dog what? had no, Dog had no idea X Pac was laughing, but the camera was on X. He uh, took a stink face last week. It was a long stink face from Rikishi. Yeah. X Pac back in the ring. Rikishi punched Dog, and X Pac hit a spinning heel kick on Rikishi. For the pinfall win at three Whoa. minutes and 41 seconds, post-match, X-Pac and Roadblock stomped on Rikishi some more. So, Too Cool made the save and punched the DX guys out of the ring. Yep. First of all, dog. Securing all the high ground. Sending the, sending the guys to the, to the low ground and securing the high ground is a strategic maneuver uh, done in any kind of combat. If you'll read uh, Sing Tao's uh, art of, I don't know. Um, so what were we talking about again? How long did that stink face feel? Oh, it, actually, Rikishi went to go away. I grabbed him and pulled him back in. <laughs> For probably 15 more seconds because it was just I just hadn't had enough yet, and so it, it look t television television takes a little longer, so if you want to get X Pac Angry laughing, action. yeah, you got to go. You got to get stink face, reaction, stink face, re maybe reaction again. I don't know. I don't know how crazy the guy's going tonight. Uh, but but so yeah, we had to be there for a second to get the good shots we needed. Uh, but look, that, that's television. That's the sacrifices you make for good TV. Eight seventeen from Worcester, Mass. Yeah, I love that on my stakes. Uh, X Pac and Road Dog were talking backstage. They laughed about Rikishi giving Dog the stink face on Raw, and Dog pointed out that it happened to X Pac, and they were ready for their match. Degeneration X versus Too Cool. Yes. Too Cool was in control of the body slam. Then a kick that sent Dog out of the ring, and Scotty hit the Bulldog on X Pac. Ooh. That led to the W O R M and the chop, with the crowd cheering loudly for all of that. Ah, dang it. Sexay went up to the top, but Dog sent Scotty into Sexay, who was on the top. Oh. Sexay went down. Dog and X Pac argued about who should do a move to Scotty, but then Kane's music hit to interrupt this. Oh, my word. And 22 seconds, Kane went to the ring, boot for X-Pac, choke slam for Dog. Oh, yeah. Kane hit a choke slam on X-Pac as well. What did, what did Too Cool do, skedaddle? So, Dog, the creative here is slim a little bit. Do you Is this part of you going to them and saying, I'm in trouble? Um... To be quite honest with you, I think uh, this was a thing where they said, let's get these two on the pay-per-view. And look, I don't know that. I'm just speculating. But this is how I feel like it went down. Uh, let's get these two on the show somehow. Even if it's working against each other, we'll tell a little story going in. Bling, bling, bling. It, it's some TV story going in. Not not uh, not spending the most time on it, as you can see in in uh, segment times, but telling a little story to get there. And look, they probably saw 
the you know I, I was the last one to see it <laughs> so they probably yeah. saw it and maybe it was a hey let's get through this and then and then we'll after SummerSlam we'll address this you know what I mean and next thing you know old Jed's a hundred air <laughs> well, the, the next thing you know it's 821 and you're from here in Lafayette Louisiana tag team championships baby Edge and Christian oh. versus D-Generation X. Ooh, here's how yes. we did. Edge we, with a shoulder tackle on X-Bot, who then came back with a spin kick. X-Bot hit leaping clothesline on Christian. Then Dog with a kick on Christian that got a two count. Edge pulled Dog out of the ring. Christian slid with a kick into Dog. And ah. JR noted that Dog versus X-Bot is on for SummerSlam. Yeah. We're promoting the match in a tag match. Why you're in a tag match? It's so cool because, holy mackerel, now as a fan, I'm like, are they expected to coexist knowing that this match is scheduled and contractually obligated? Edge stomped away on Dog, then a body slam and Christian tagged in. Dog and Christian collided in a double crossbody block spot. Oh. wasn't happy about Road Dog not tagging out as Dog hit a knee drop on Christian. X-Pac with a spin kick on Christian. X-Pac and Dog argued about who was going to do a move. Edge hit a spear on X-Pac. The Dudleys ran down to the ring with a table. Yeah, the they Dudleys did. went into the ring to chase after Edge and Christian, who ran into the crowd. So the referee called for the bell at 3 minutes and 47 seconds. I guess we'll call it a no contest because nothing was announced. Well, I, focus, think it, I think we would have won... By in or by order of countout, I believe is how it would technically have gone. Mm. They ran away, right? They did run away, and we stayed. We stayed. We're, we were trying to. So that's a W, brother. Continue our combat. That's a that's W. A dub. Right that is a dub. Not the, without the O R M part. Then the focus was back on Xbox and Dog back in the ring. Dog went to the apron. Xbox accidentally headbutted him off the apron through the table that was conveniently placed there by the Dudleys. Xbox, Xbox checked on his buddy. You mm. son of a biscuit in my britches. Things are going down, man. I tell you what, Xbox, I didn't see that coming. Did you mean to do that, or was that on accident? I accidentally headbutted you. Well, because you, he checked on me after, so that's signs of a good Samaritan. But mm. hey, what was? The, I mean, it looked. It didn't look accidental. Tough to tell here. How's going through a table compared to? Kendo stick, street sign, cookie right, sheet. Right, turn out the line. Well, the table breaks your breaks your fall a little bit, but it's always easier to go through one in the ring as opposed to on the floor. It mm. doesn't give at all, and you fall to the floor, Them and you dudleys. still hit the bottom of the floor. Bottom of floor is concrete, right? So right. you hit that, you hit it, and it, you don't go nowhere, mate. You crush like this through the table. Your ribs crush, mate. It hurts like hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, one time Mankind jumped off the top rafter <laughs> down on me through a table. I remember that time. How'd that feel? Uh, like a, like a car went over a bridge and landed on me. So, worse than a kendo stick. I'd rather be hit with a kendo stick in the yam bag than... Uh, while we mentioned him, dog, Edge recently capped off his 25-year career on SmackDown, man. Speak a little bit about Edge right here. Yeah, can't, can't speak highly enough about the dude. So, uh just talking about that episode of SmackDown. Like, what a 
what a great episode that was devoted to him and in respect to him, with respect to him and his family. And I'm so excited. I just spit all over the camera. Um, I just love this guy. No, but Edge is, man, what a professional. And, and I've told this story a million times too, but it's, it's the truth. They came in and they were students of the game and they were working hard and working out and tanning and doing everything that you need to do to be a WWF superstar at the time. Um, and, and I was on top of the world and peeing it away and not realizing it and making fun of them guys for being on time and doing their jobs adequately and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and, and it just goes to show like, it, it, full circle, full circle, uh, you know, has he come in, in, I guess, full circle I have come, but also t these two individuals I saw uh, come in, then surpass me, and then surpass, I, we, we've been on the word arguably today, uh, surpass arguably everybody in the wrestling business with the TLC matches. I mean, that raised the bar in the in the wrestling world and I, and I I would you know you would say oh, ECW did that 100 times yeah but WWF didn't you know what I mean and when they did they did it with these six cats and uh and, and it and it raised the bar uh as to how we do things today um so yeah just a good human being I had an opportunity not long ago went to the uh to Madison Square Garden uh for a Friday night SmackDown recording, uh, just an homage of the garden and, and got to sit at a table and catering with some really good friends of mine and edge was one of them. And we talked and laughed for an hour and a half. I know acting like we didn't have real jobs. And, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, edge looked at me and said, this is what I'm going to miss. And I said, dude, the camaraderie, I said, if they could put it in a bottle, I'd be hooked on it too. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just what it is about the dressing room is, is if you're a people person, uh, that dressing room can be a really cool place to be. Um, but you know, depends on where your head's at, uh, because it can also be hell on earth. Um, but, but as it, when he said that, and it just made me think like, man, it's the camaraderie and we had such a good time and I, they could have taken my pay for the day. Um, I don't think I got paid anyway, but, but they could have <laughs> taken my pay for the day and I would have been happy with that. Just to, just to hang out, uh, AJ styles, Carl Anderson, uh, Luke Gallows, you know, just some, just a member of the writing team was there. Just different guys would sit down. Fergal McDivitt sat down with us. Um, and we just sat there, man, joking. And it was just, it was like he said, man, I'm going to miss the camaraderie. And, uh, and he's a hundred percent right, man. The camaraderie is going to miss you, dude. All the roses edge, my friend. But we, yeah, well but we will, we will follow your French bulldog on Instagram. <laughs>
All right, as we continue, SmackDown, August 24th in New Orleans. I got to looking at it because were, we were talking earlier about short segments, but yeah. I had to get so much in. Just to give you an example of this episode, Rikishi and the Godfather with Bull Buchanan and Stephen Richards. Then you got a six-man with China, Eddie Guerrero, Steve Blackman against <laughs> TNA and Val Venus with Trish Stratus. Then you've got with a match we're about to talk about, The Undertaker versus you and X-Pac. Oh, you yeah. got the European title with Perry Saturn and Al Snow. you got a six-man with Jericho and the Hardys versus Benoit, <laughs> Christian, and Edge. And then you uh, got Lita and The Rock taking on Kurt Angle and Stephanie McMahon. Look, and, I, Just, and I think this was the format was still two hours, I, and I could be wrong geez, about that, but Louise. I think the format was still two hours. How do you... Yeah, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on there. I was looking at them. The, the longest match was five minutes, just because you had so much yeah, to get yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you got a lot going on. And a lot of stories to tell. And look, that's what people used to love because everybody had a story. Like, I feel like they're getting close to getting back there. Uh, Raw lately has been easy to watch, uh, easier to watch, uh, to, in my opinion. All right, 824 New Orleans, Road Dog and Xbox were shown talking backstage with Xbox saying he knows that Xbox didn't mean to put him through the table. They agreed to put it behind them and focus on tonight yep. as The Undertaker went driving by on a motorcycle. <laughs> Here we go. Taker versus Dog and Xbox in a handicap match. Yep. Xbox spit on Undertaker's motorcycle. You Oof. know what? I do not condone that kind of behavior. Mr. Callaway, and I wow. would like to, though it be 23 years later, I would like to apologize on behalf of D-Generation X. Well, the next line pretty much sums it up. Taker beat up both guys with punches. That's all you need to know I, if I'd you like spit on retract, his motorcycle. I'd like to retract that last statement, please. <laughs> uh, you've pee you peed on motorbikes, on motorcycles before too, right? There's a lot of people out there that say, we ain't friends if I ain't peed on you. You know what I mean? So Another that's, shirt. I peed on DOA's bike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord. Taker hit with a double clothesline. Then he tossed X-Pac out of the ring and hit a big boot on Dog. Boom. Taker with a running clothesline on Dog, followed by a sidewalk slam as X-Pac broke up the pin. Ooh, Taker one, worked over Hard X save. Oh, hard save. Taker worked over X-Pac with punches. Then Taker hit a running clothesline on Dog, but X-Pac came back with a spinning heel kick for two. Yeah. After some DX punches, Taker came back with clothesline and punches. Taker sent Dog over the top to that's, the floor. That's horse pucky. Dog left the match while Taker gave X-Pac a choke slam. Did I Taker, look back mm. and see? That's, that's the question. No. Did I look back so that you could get a shot of me Going seeing? You know what I mean? I want to see me see X-Pac dumped on his head mm. and I don't make an attempt to go back. That says a lot in my inactivity. Taker hit the last ride power bomb on X-Pac as dog walked away for the pinfall win. Three minutes and 28 seconds. Oh, man. Whose stuff didn't I pee on? <laughs> Cassio, uh, where do you see the backseat of your Bronco? Dog, dog, dog. <laughs> What's it like working with Taker? Is it intimidating, or is it fun, or is it what? What is it? All, all of the above, first and foremost. But 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 so he's so good, and his timing is such, like it doesn't it it. He doesn't do explosive, 
if that makes sense. Like he will at the right time, he'll do that diving clothesline off the ropes, you know, where he'll, he'll explode and do something, but he's very methodical. And so you just got to get your timing down to uh, big boot and here he comes and sidewalk slam and I'm going to cover and I'm going to save. And then we're, so you just got to get your timing down, man. And, and his timing was very easy uh, to adapt to. Um, and so, you know, we had, it was, it was magic. Look at me and kid could feed, we could feed. And so they were using us. I would imagine like, uh, like I would have used me if I was on my roster, <laughs> um, to, to know I could do a decent job, but beat me in the long run and not, don't know where we're going in the future with him, but he's a guy we can utilize here. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's where, that's where I imagine they were at creatively with me. All right, dog. Let's talk about the highlights of SummerSlam 2000 along with your match. Let's start there. Yep. From the Observer. Can't be good. X-Pac pinned Road Dog. I already don't like it. See, they just lie. They just lie because I remember this distinctly. I won. Yeah. I won the match. You told me you've won the whole time. I See, so I've always thought it was that. Well, let's see what happened. It could have been a cookie sheet, but let's just say (laughs) it wasn't, and I'm right. It says, quote, this was the most disappointing match on the show, mm. largely because the two are longtime friends and both good workers capable of providing a hot match. Time was a limitation, but they even got boring chance, and little happened until X-Pac delivered a low kick and got the pin with the X-Factor. After the match, X-Pac wanted to shake hands, but Road Dog instead gave him a modified pump handle slam Three quarter stars. Three quarters. Three quarters of a star. Man, that's not bad. This seems what? like a perfect time for our five star review of the week. I that's hope Dom's got it because I can't believe I remembered it. It Go just felt Apple right. Podcasts and read one of our five star reviews from you, the listeners. You can do so as well, and you might be featured in a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> While you know we what? wait on the five-star review of the week, we, I do want to get this. Let's just backtrack a little bit about the good workers. They said we we're good little workers. Yeah. The, good uh, workers. That's a, that's a kiss of death. And that when they tell the quarterback he's a game manager. Yeah, yeah. And you go, oh, okay. That means oh, I'm I not get it. good. I get it. He doesn't have any talent. <laughs> right. That's what you're, you're saying I can read a clock. I you're saying that. he's a coach. He'd be good as a coach. He'd be good as a coach. <laughs> Um, Not so much right. on the field. <laughs> our <laughs> review of the week as we gave Dom time to Ooh, kill there. Hey, Here we go. Three quarters of a star is what I got in the ring. Turns out I didn't. Uh, great with the pod uh, from behind the scenes story from one of the veterans of the Attitude Era. The podcast often goes in many different directions, often funny ones at that. But overall, I learned that Glenn Close was a lumberjack. Good times right. all around. As real sin sent us that on yeah. apple thank you buddy yes thank you Our lady man yeah i don't I, even know what to say I, i'm speechless about that but but the fact that you learned about glenn close and her past um that she doesn't talk about a lot so right. i i appreciate you digging into the archives and really going deep on the glenn Co- glenn close Excuse here's me. what i want everybody to do go to twitter yep and let everybody know that you want to see the story of Glenn Close on Dark Side of the Ring next year. Yeah. That's yeah. what we want to see. I mean, see. that's, Her that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Her Lumberjack yeah, years. Yeah, Glenn Close, the Lumberjack years. Shirt now available 
at boxofgimmicks.com. Man, she can mm. whack a tree. She can oh. whack some wood, bro. They used to call her Speaking Lumber of, Jill. Speaking of you and whacking wood, why such little time for your match? I'm not good. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but like in comparison to other people, I'm what they call not good. So they they gave it a little. No, it probably lost a bunch of time. Somebody was heavy. It was SummerSlam. It was the very last match on the card. It was the second. <laughs> it was the second match on the card. Yes, correct. Okay, so perfect. It was it, it was it was the last one thought about. I can attest to that. Um, and and like I said, man, I, the fact that I got through it and and was able to hump him I, and hit him with my finish and make it fifty fifty booking was happy with me. How bad uh, were you at this point in two thousand? Bad, bad. I don't I don't remember this match at all. Really? I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it, and it was okay. But but, but I. Not 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 my best years. Wow. Um, did you guys think DX was going to be breaking up? Well, you know, look, we knew that it needed to, uh, because there's a lot, there was a lot of, and, and this sounds, uh, braggadocious of me, but it, there was a lot of talented guys bungled up and, you know, bundled up, excuse me, uh, progressive bundled up in, uh, in one tight little faction. And so if you're going to put the title on, on Hunter and you want to use Billy in some way, which they did, you know what I mean? When he came back and, and, and I was doing my thing, which was not a good thing. And, and kid was still in the mix. So yeah, we, we look, we knew it was inevitable. Um, and they would, when they needed to throw us back together for a little something, you know what I mean? Like, like this, they kept me and kid together. Uh, we did this. I think, I think this was, might've been the last you saw me for a while. Um, I'm going to go in the corner with the gimp and cry. <laughs> <laughs> I need my uh, support, Stanley. Let's still look at SummerSlam, some of the other highlights. Later on, Steve Blackman won back the hardcore title from Shane McMahon. Shane after McMahon. After Shane fell off the Titantron. Well, why not? How crazy is Shane? As a crap house rat. I mean, crazy as all day. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah, it was. It, look, he's always done that, and that's why. That's why uh, Blackman. We were doing the thing with Blackman, and he was beating us and stuff. They were building him up on television. So, uh, Derek told me that. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. <laughs> Thanks, D. Uh, later that night, and somehow upstage this, Edge and Christian won the first ever three-way tables, ladders, and chairs match over the Dudleys and the Hardys. Are you backstage watching this thinking, thank God this is not me? Yes, 100%, but probably not even watching it, to be quite honest with you. At this point, I was I was too good for that and too high to pay attention. Um, but, but look, they, they'd already surpassed me, so I hated them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was official. How, it's how, official. I hate them. From what you remembered, how was the buzz leading up to we're about to have our first ever three-way TLC match? Well, for one thing, nobody had any idea what what was to come. You know what right. I mean? It, it, it could have very well fallen on its face, but because of the six individuals involved, it became an instant classic and uh, only to try to be redone like uh, Fast and Furious 11. <laughs> but, 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 but like number one, set the world on fire. You know what I mean? And, and, and to their credit, man, raise the bar. Um. 
what an interesting match this one is from the Observer Dog. Cat beat Terry in three minutes and six seconds with the thong stinky face match. Mm-hmm. The Observer says it was bad, but at least it was short and again served its purpose to give some TNA after the extreme stunts Ooh. of the previous match and thus avoided Undertaker and Kane having to directly follow it. Al Snow and Perry Saturn were in the respective corners. Snow squeezed Terry's butt when he threw her in. It was getting long enough to where the novelty of the women and thongs was starting to die out when the ref bump came. <laughs> Snow threw head to Cat and she KO'd Terry with it. And then Snow hit Saturn with it. Cat gave Terry the stink face in the corner to win. When Snow and Cat celebrated, Snow squeezed Cat's butt. That's high quality here. Yeah, that's good stuff. You know what I mean? It's just good old-fashioned trash. Uh, It's just Jerry Springer at its finest. And I'll Um, tell you, at my time, at my age, and we were watching it, it was the greatest match. Because I can tell you some people that it wasn't getting old on yet. The novelty wasn't getting old on at six minutes in. Uh, But they probably did get more Who's fat? I was doing my own rep. Who's fat, high, and washing it really fast. Uh, (laughs) This guy. It's a Uh, rep bump. (laughs) I call it the ref. That's what you were looking at. Because we cared about the ref bump at the time. (laughs) Jiminy Christmas. Uh, Uh, Yeah, it was Jerry Springer. The main event featured The Rock. Kurt Angle and Triple H for the WF title. Wow. Pretty good match if you can that's get a, it. As a... <laughs> that's pretty good if we could book that one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could throw that little thing, little shindig together. By uh, the way, hey, this, this is like a hot SummerSlam. Truth be told, other than mine and that girls' match we just spoke of, <laughs> it sounds really good. Uh, this is the match where Angle was hurt when the table him and Triple H were on fell down on each other and knocked him legit out. Um, I take it you don't know if you were backstage for the other. You don't remember seeing this backstage. Like an hour prior to this happened, I took some pills that knocked me legit out. <laughs> so I don't remember this. Uh, but but but, uh, but uh, look at look at you. Look, it still happens. Yeah. You still get a. You know what I mean? You get a man. We you, you know you get a. Uh, you call it a. Uh, well, you get like a, 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 a what they concussion. Say, a you get your uh, bell rung. Your bell rung. Every time you get your bell rung, you got a concussion. That's what that is. Your 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 brain bouncing like a bell. You know what I mean? Like it's a, and so when I, when you find that out and you learn a little more about head injuries later in life, you go like, oh my god, that was a nightly thing for me. You know what I mean? Like right. I that was one of my things was I took a ton of bumps really hard, uh, but but yeah, look, it happens. It ain't ballet. And by the way. Uh, the crazy part about that story as well, as Hunter would tell it, they let him finish the match, and they basically had to lead him through the entire yeah. ending. Uh, that's pretty wild uh, thing that, to see. That's wild, and look, it was pre, yeah, having a, any sense as to head injuries. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it really was. It was before anything was known, or at least widely known and and spoken about. And so now, man, now the protocol's so strict. Uh, very very proud of the wellness program. Kurt said that Stephanie was coaching her throughout the rest of the match, coaching him yeah, throughout the rest it. of the match. I don't doubt it because she was probably there for everything, so she knew it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, you do what you do, right? It takes a village. And and sometimes, sad enough to say, there's a guy half in 
inside of consciousness and out, you know what I mean, as we get through this. I've what, been what, that guy before. If you can place it on your timeline, what did you think your spot in the company was at this time? You've you've told them you had a problem, that you've got through SummerSlam. Are you even thinking about what's next week, or are you just, hey, we got through SummerSlam? So I'm not sure if I got a DUI prior to this SummerSlam or a post, but uh, it was pretty much the nail that uh, – the last nail in my character's coffin. Uh, but, but look, I was a, I was a, uh, casualty. Like I was going to be, I was going to be a problem. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it, it, we, I had gotten to that point where I was going to be a problem. Um, and so they did what, what they should have done prior to that, to be quite honest with you. I deserved it, uh, several times prior to that, but they, but they, Gave me second and third chances, um, not unlike the 57th chance they gave me with my employment right now. You know what I mean? So uh, takes a team, man. Takes a village. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are about to get to some fan questions. Are dog. you serious? Oh, yeah. They got oh, my God. What are they going to say? Are they going to say I'm fat? You. you never know what these are about. I know. I mean, they're what, technically supposed to be about right SummerSlam, but yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Summer fat. Did you say summer fat? <laughs> All right, <laughs> Look, let's I'm have some insecurities. Dylan. He says, X-Pac is the first memory I have of wrestling and has always been one of my favorites. It was recently rumored that he may be trying to come back for a few matches. Dog, have you heard of well, this? And if so, what do you think of the possibility of Mr. Waltman getting back in the ring? Thanks, guys. Love the show. I can't stop laughing every week. Well, thank you thank very you, much, buddy. Mr. Lehi. Uh, but but Xbox, one of my dearest friends in the world. Uh, love him to death. Uh, he inspired me to uh, adopt uh, another dog, even though I just got another puppy. Uh, so now I have two puppies. <laughs> one I'm bottle feeding. Uh, well, my wife's bottle feeding. I'm trying to learn. Uh, but but yeah, Xbox, a dear friend. Look, Look, there he is, Hercules. Tiny. Oh, he's so tiny. We literally body bottle feed him every three hours. What? Um, and then at night, we about two times a night or something. But yeah, he's so small. And this is a little uh, disgusting. You have to rub him, like make him use the restroom. Uh, he doesn't know what? to do it on his own. Like he, So the mom would lick him after a meal, after feeding, and make him use the restroom both both ways and so we have to rub his belly <laughs> it's it's a lot goes into this, oh, that this works thing. for me too i've sat uh, on the couch and rub my belly and rub your you. belly and just poop you and pee go. on yourself <laughs> here's my favorite here's it does you know seem God. a little like heaven doesn't it <laughs> yeah let's see i get to eat and then someone rubs my belly till i oh, poop this yeah. Yeah. sounds great um <laughs> my favorite is you can tell how dom does not have a lady in his life because yeah. On our group text, she said, we got another dog. And Dom naively said, are y'all going to keep it? Um, <laughs> Dom, when you have a lady that loves animals in your household, if they get in your area code, you're going to keep yeah, it. Yeah, you're keeping it. They're not, uh, and, they're and in look, the house, we, they ain't leaving. We, well, she decided we were going to keep it yeah. two weeks ago. When we first saw it, it was, <laughs> it, it was only like, it was pink still like it would look like a gerbil and uh so so this thing has grown uh a bunch and we're gonna we're gonna continue to feed it and it's gonna grow up hercules is gonna grow up big and strong uh 
Hercules. Dom said he was laughing, and it turned into tears because of his loneliness. <laughs> Laughter and the crying. Look, that's the story of the dark side of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is uh, I only laughed to mask my tears. I laughed because I didn't know it, and then I remembered I don't have a woman in my life. <laughs> That was a roller coaster for Dom. And then I remembered I did, and I cried again. Um, that was, Dog. That was, yes. Our next partner we want to get to is AG1. AG1. Say AG1. AG1 is a good one. Say AG1. Functional mushrooms. Uh, make you go to the restroom real good, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. A. G1, baby. That is yeah. whole body health, my From friends. the inside out. You can drink it in the morning. You can drink yeah. it in the afternoon. Drink it before you work out. Drink it while you're making your coffee and start your day off with it. Yeah. It is ready to take on the day feeling right there all in one. I want to say something right now. You said drink it here, drink it there, drink it stinking everywhere, and it made me made me think I needed to drink a lot of it. How many times do you need to drink this thing? Just once a day. So just one scoop of AG1 yep. a day? Yep, and that so gets your all point, your multivitamins, oh, your probiotics, one yeah. simple drinkable Ad Adaptogens. Habit. I love adaptogens. I love functioning mushrooms. I don't, know, I don't know anything about that. No, that's the ingredients, dog. You've got, look at it, you know it now. Oh, yeah, You're no, I've read it. it. Yeah, I've read it. Huh? And it's so easy and convenient. But look, that's the key, right? You want to you want to be healthy from the inside, yeah. and that gut health is something I talk a lot about. Uh, I don't follow up on any of it, but I talk a lot about it. Um, but but the the AG one is convenience in a bottle, in a scoop. And and when I say a scoop, I mean one scoop, one scoop in that bottle that you're seeing there if you're watching you get the uh, travel container with it uh the travel shaker and and uh, the uh travel pack travel yeah. pack yeah and so it's it's literally one scoop of that in anything you want to put it in like i put mine in orange juice one scoop and i chug it and i and that's my vitamins for the day i don't orange have to take juice. a bunch of pills i don't have to pay thousands of dollars for all the different kind of uh uh you know uh, supplements and nutrients I need. It's all in there, all in a daily uh, allowance. So yes, convenient. Convenience is the key. My wife takes it before her workout. She said it gives her not a burst like if she did, uh, you know, coffee or some kind of caffeine. Yeah. She said it's sustained energy for her when she drinks that AG1. Wow. And like you said, 75 high quality ingredients. Yeah. That gives you that key daily nutrients, supports energy. Well, what'll focus. that run you? What'll that run you, Cassio, if you went out and bought uh, Under? 75? Oh, uh, everybody together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you bought it all. You sure. spend thousands of dollars. This is yeah, literally uh, less than your Triple cup of digits coffee. a day. You're just yeah. killing it. Uh, but this tiny habit with big benefits only cost you less than $3 a day just for listening to the oh, Do oh you didn't know pod that's a win-win you yeah. can listen to us and now we're going to tell you how you can get all this for less than three dollars a day if yeah. a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your mm. first purchase go to drinkag1.com slash dog that's drink the letter a the letter g and the number one dot com 
slash D-O-double-G. Check it out today, and we thank AG1 for being always there for the Oh You Didn't Know pod. Thank you, AG1. They All also right. have a cool cool name, AG1. That sounds AG1. cool. That sounds like the new quarterback for the Washington Renegades. <laughs> I, I just made that one. name. The Birmingham Stallions. The Birmingham Johnsons are up AG1. against the Memphis. AG1 uh, out of the pocket. Brett, oh, it does sound good. See? It was like RG3, but it was AG1. I think I, well, that's where I stole it from. I'm going to get it tattooed on my thigh. <laughs> Brad Stanton wants to know, I've always heard that X-Pac is the measuring stick of talent, meaning he can tell when someone has it or not. Have you ever talked about uh, talked about that with him? Uh, if so, also, is that a lot of pressure, do you think, if somebody says that about you? Um, y- yes, but it's also not, uh, and this sounds like I'm taking it away from him, but I'm not because he, they're right. He can totally spot talent and tell you, hey, this guy's good, that guy's no good. He can totally do that. But I would add that several other people, uh, I, w- I would add a lot of other people c- can do that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's – Back in the day, man, everybody used to have to pass a li- an, un- an unwritten litmus test uh, where you just kind of got to you got to clear the hurdle for all the guys. You know what I mean? And you got to you got to be able to have everybody go like, damn, he's good or damn, she's good. You know what I mean? Like you got to kind of pass that or, or else you'll have somebody of consequence going. The hell are you pushing him for? What are you doing with that? What are we doing over there? And, and you don't want that. So if you're really good, everybody's kind of on board with they're good uh but kiddo definitely to me he was a measuring stick of professional wrestling because he taught me so much about it uh and continues to to this day uh continues to make me a better person i might add as well uh michael barry senior wants to know how was it wrestling against xbox versus teaming with him did the chemistry and familiarity help during the match yeah. Well, we look, we did it before in 95 when it was uh, in your house and the night at me and Jeff walked and everything. We had we had worked together a lot of times before, but I always loved working with Kid. And what I loved working with Kid for is he and I were on that same wavelength where I knew I was going to be where he needed me to be and I knew he was going to be where I needed him to be. And so I, I feel like he had the same knowledge of me and trust of me that – we were going to be there in the right. We, we had in 1995 in that match, we had one miscue that I that I still remember to this day because it was, it, it feels yucky when you have a miscue. You know what I mean? When you when right. something doesn't turn out perfect, and and you go like, ah, oh, god darn, we was and it was just a, it just wasn't perfect. You know what I mean? And and, and I wanted it to be perfect for you, kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always loved working with X-Pac, man. He's going to lay them kicks in, so put your hands up or prepare to bleed from the uh, nasal region or the oral cavity. <laughs> nasal region <laughs> or the oral cavity. Yeah, you will, you, will, uh, uh-huh. you will bleed from one of those areas. Not so much an <laughs> eyebrow because, it's, because it's, he's wearing shooter boots. Oh, so yeah, won't, yeah. You won't get clipped with an eyebrow because it'll probably be calf catching you you know what i mean or or yeah if it's the heel you might be going night 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 yeah you might be going night night aj um let's see what we got here uh bryant harimza said uh at this point it was just him and x keeping the dx name alive 
Uh, Dog, did you feel the DX name and group just didn't need to go away for a while to be fresh again, or did you think it needed to go away permanently? Yeah, well, look, I did feel like it needed to disappear first. If you're going to disintegrate it, and I got fired, and Billy was hurt, and you know what I mean. So it was it was the right time creatively to do something like that. Um, but look, it they brought it back in time, and and it was, and then it did its it ran its course again and had a great run again uh, when it needed to, you know. Bobby KF5 GTX wants to know what's your experience between laying out a match with a close friend like Xbox versus another wrestler on the roster that you're maybe not as close to. Well, look, it's a lot easier, especially if you know what the other guy does so well. You know what I mean? Like, I know what he's wants to do and is going to ask for, and he knows what I'm going to do and what I'm going to ask for. And in this case, it's two guys going, no, man, you, you hit me with that right then, you know? And, and then he'll go, no, 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 you need to be up right there so we can do it. And, I, and it was literally like, no, 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 you take the parking spot. Sorry. That's a, that's a softer Boston. That was. Oh, by the way, I, that should be on Urban Dictionary. The softer Boston. I don't know what yeah. it means. It's a it's a Sam Adams commercial. <laughs> but it's it a sounds. He says a softer Boston. You know that's uh, your oh, cousin from Boston. Boston. From yeah. Boston. <laughs> He's funny. all right. All right, dog. SummerSlam 2000 in the books, and no next way. week oh, we wait. talk about another invasion you were a part of. TNA invaded the WWE promo shoot. I was a part of that. They were doing the, it was like a Survivor Series about the sharks and the jets or something. Like it was a remake of the, <laughs> and you're a shark, you're, you're a, a shark, you're a shark. You got teeth, you're a shark, and you crap in the ocean. You are a shark, and I snap, and I shark, and I teeth, and I crap, and I shark week. Sorry, that was. Uh, I'm working on a little something for Discovery Channel next next year. Shark Week. I was feeling it. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people. There's were. something there. A lot There's of people bones. were. I think McMack's probably going to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> dog, before we get out of here, we got to get to our thankful minute and our top dog segment. Yes. I want to tell everybody check out our friends at AdFreeShows.com. That's where you get early ad-free access to more than a dozen. Of your favorite wrestling podcast starting at just nine dollars dog we talked earlier about value yeah. that's less than 20 cents per episode each month and that is not all ad talk shows. about who those who those people are listening to well you've got the standards you've got the road dog right oh. here oh you didn't you've know got jr bruce pritchard tony shivani uh kurt angle you've got the whole list holy mackerel you've got the, the mailbag with nick patrick Mailbag with Mike Kyoto and Nick Patrick. Nick You've got pa yeah, Ask Mike. Conrad. You've got the insiders with Conrad. They just did a one-on-one -on -one interview with Mr. Zach Gowan. Zach Gowan. And I think there's another one called Doodly Doo with Lash LaRue. <laughs> there's, it is. Time limit draw. <laughs> Time limit draw. So, look, I'm going to... I'm just going to throw it out there. If you want, <laughs> if, if you want to do Doodly Doo, y'all are welcome to have it. I will not charge you uh, for that. Um, but time limit draw actually does have a better correlation and a better better fit. Um, the next with time, you yeah, we were talking Lash about the. the, the we're talking about, <laughs> talking about the value of ad free shows is what we were talking about. And the brand new show Tuesday with the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. I just did a Q and A with Ernest the Cat Miller, and by the way, I don't know if it's announced, so I can't announce it yet. But 
Oh. I just got announced another Q&A coming up. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Actually, I'm going to announce it. Cause... Richard Dreyfus? <laughs> no, it was not. Of Jaws fame? I'm double-checking to make sure it wasn't Richard Dreyfus. Okay, please do that, because it's either him or Sidney Poitier. Um, it was... Here we go. Oh! Larry Zabisco! No way! How about Listen, that? Cassio, so I was over at Larry's, at uh, Bruno Sammartino's house, and I'm looking through the bushes because I'm a freaky pervert. No, he's not, but he did talk about looking okay. through the bushes at Bruno's Dom, house. clip that. We're showing it to Larry <laughs> when I talked. Well, he did, you can just show him his Hall of Fame speech because he talked about peeking through the through the shrubs <laughs> at Bruno Sammartino's house. Um, but, but, but truth be told... Holy mackerel! What a great interview that's going to be, because yeah, you got to think about, dude. He was he was the underling to to Bruno Sammartino. He was going to be the, I don't know. There's a lot there, a lot there to talk about. History of wrestling, is is so, so now that I'm older and and I'd like to think wiser, I'm starting to get into like the history of of American wrestling. I read a book on the history of British wrestling not long ago, and and I'm starting to get. Like hearing and seeing and digging into this stuff a little bit, so now I see what all you guys are talking about. Now this stuff's kind of interesting. That's why it's great over at AdFreeShows.com. Plus, you get this episode early and ad-free, yep. uh, so you can check that out. AdFreeShows.com. Also, if you'd like to, if you have a business, if you've got a company, if you've got a side hustle, if you've got an event, why wouldn't you want to promote with us? We have a captive audience, literally a ca- Terry. Shut up. We have a captive audience, and we can get them to buy your products or at least try to sell them your products. One of the greatest sports entertainers of all time. Oh, you didn't know? Could be talking about cutting a promo for your event. For your product. Sham wow. Go to advertisewithdog.com. That's advertisewithdogg.com, and we can get the word out, and you'll figure out real quickly why our advertisers last so long with us because it because it works also shout out to our buddy save with conrad right now your home save is worth probably more than it has ever been combine all your debts into one monthly payment or maybe do all those home upgrades you've always dreamed of and That's on top of that skip two house payments put that newfound equity work by going to save with conrad.com and shout out go back in the archives if you missed it we had a great episode with our buddy Conrad Thompson. Oh, yes, dropped. we did. Yes, we did. It was a good time. Fun times there. Always like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating on all platforms. We would appreciate that. Uh, leave a comment below. What do you please, think? Please, please leave a comment, even if it's episode. not good. You've seen how Meltzer reports on me. I, I think I respond well to horrible criticism. <laughs> if you made it this far, just put... One star in the comment section, just to let us That's know. That's already a quarter star more than you, me and Xbox got. If they all add up, yeah, yeah we get I a might few get of four them. Star. If I have 27 matches, I'll have four stars for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dog. Before we get out of here, though, we got to get to Top Dog and our thankful minute. Are you ready? Our Top Dog segment. We find out if you are a better sports entertainer than three individuals. Are you ready? I am ready. Dog, are you a better sports entertainer than Dr. D, David Schultz, my friend? Oh. Oh, look at that hair, man. You know what? I'm going to say yes. Oh. I'm going to say yes. Not not as tough, maybe. He's a tough dude. 
tough guy from what I understand, uh, was, was a bad apple. Talked to my father. Uh, my father said, well, a lot of people were scared of him. And so, so that means uh, that means that's my father saying he was a bad apple. I trust his judgment. Uh, so better sports entertainer, yes. Tougher, probably not. A lot of people were scared of him. That's All my dad's. That's my dad's way of saying I wasn't one of them. <laughs> this next gentleman, I was scared of as a fan. Yeah. Are you a better sports entertainer than Hardcore Holly, baby? Oh. Look at that yes. guy. Yes, but don't tell him I said that. Bro, he would bring it. You want to talk about getting in the ring and getting physical, Bob Holly would do it, could do it, and love to do it. I was about to say, if you come down to Alabama, you'll see Bob Holly in about every bar, a version of him. (laughs) Uh, Not that big and intimidating, but when you saw, he's from Alabama, which is why it's from Mobile. I remember I bought, I bought a 400 Honda, 400 four wheeler from him. Uh, (laughs) when when times were good. Yeah. Uh, I bought you when things were good. Are you individually road dog, better sports entertainer than the young bucks? Oh, you know what? I got to say no. And I'll say no. Because you're so, you know what? You know what? No, I'm going to say, yes, I am better. Than both of them put together. <laughs> uh, but what I'm what I'm not going to say is that they are bad human beings and that they are bad at business because what they have done uh, is far more successful than I ever have been in this industry. And kudos to you, bros, for that. Uh, but now you're talking to the road dog and you're asking me if you guys are better than me. Mm. And look, I go back to a time where I was a Mizark for myself and I'm sure you two were too. And so let's just be honest. There once was a time where the D-O-double-G uh, wasn't bad at what he did. So let's just say that. But but so yeah, I, I'm gonna, I was very humble, I felt like, as well, I'll be, while being- held brag- it together for while a little be- bit, yeah. While being braggadocious. They are both talented individuals good brothers that I've always heard were good guys and I would love them. Um, haven't spent enough time around them to know, but two, two pronged answer. A, I'm better than them because I want the kickback on social media. And two, (laughs) uh, I gave them props of being way more better successful than I ever have been at this. So I feel like I answered politically correct and, and, uh, professionally provocative. How about that? Yeah. Professionally provocative. Maybe I that's think, a friggin' word. I think word. Snoop Dogg did that, the uh, uh, sexual seduction. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Professional provocative. Uh, 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 uh. It's just a professional provocative. Because you don't know how much love I give. Mm, mm. Or how professional I give it. Uh, it's how I live it. Okay. Uh, by the way, before we get out of here and get to the thankful minute, go to boxagimmicks.com. We'd be thankful for that. You can get all the merchandise. Tumblers, mm. where mm. I'll tumble for you. Mm. I'll tumble for I threw him a curveball there. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble mm. for you. There mm. he is. I'll tumble boxagimmicks.com. Mm. I'll tumble boxagimmicks.com. Mm. Cool. Petered out there at the end. Did it? Mountain hey. critters. If that shirt would have popped up and said I petered out at the end, I would have popped hard because <laughs> y'all did the long play on me and set it up for that exact moment. Ooh, it would have been great. That made my head spin a little bit, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, dog. Squeal like a pig, boy. 
like, subscribe, and turn on notifications at youtube.slash D-O-G-G. Hey, no, notify us and comment and say yeah. stuff about us. Uh, and hopefully you say thankful stuff about us, and that leads us to yeah. our ending segment. We yes. spread positivity, my friend. A lot of No matter what you say about us. Podcast out there spread negativity. We put 60 seconds on the clock and let Mr. Brian Artie James tell us something he is thankful for in his life. Let's throw it up and go. So, uh, look, I, I may have cheated and said this before, but I'm thankful for uh, the line of thinking and the people that went before me to help me understand that I could live my life sober of mind-altering substances. I am thankful for people that have... Uh, talked and walked me through being mindful of, uh, of my behavior every day, of the words I say, of how I talk to, how I speak to people. Um, just the fact that I'm as old as I am and I'm still uh, thankful to learn new things and sometimes those new things are how to be a better person. And now, then it's up to me uh, to execute. I can't see how much time seconds. I have. So, so, so yeah, I'm thankful for like the pioneers that went before me and cleared a path uh, that could then stick their hand out and get me off of this vicious merry-go-round that was addiction and, and narcissism and lead me on a, a path to living a better life. Um, so I'm thankful for relationships that like that life has led to like the ones here you know dog yeah like you said earlier you said you were in a bad place here and yeah. unfortunately you know you are not the only sports entertainer that's been in this business and been in a bad place in your career yep the best part about that story though is we're here talking about it in yeah. a good place thank god uh, man because look, a lot we, of them have it yeah we talked about it brian christopher yeah. you know we talked about him on this on this show and and there are others that have gone too soon, man. And, yeah. and so, yeah, the, this mine, uh, thank God in heaven above, is a, is a victory story so far. If I go today, I'm ready, and I thank the God for thank my God for all the good things I've seen and done, man. And I'm, I'm thankful for what I have. Uh, been, been trying to be really uh, conscious of being content with where I am and what I have and, uh, and, and just living there in love. You know what I mean? That sounds all deep and Alan Jackson, -y, but it, it is, it's like acceptance. This is where I'm at. This is what I have and just drink it in man and enjoy it. And I'd say that, uh, you could have that at any time in your life, no matter where you at or who you are, uh, because it's, it's all a, a game of perspective. Um, that'll preach right there, son. And to sum it up, if you don't like that perspective, we got two words for you. Suck it. Professional.